Welcome to Jaguars Thursday. Former Jaguars Jeff Flogerman and Tony Baselli bring you expert insight and analysis of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Now to get things started, here's the host of Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick. Welcome in Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick. Jeff Lagerman and Tony Vaselli is in the building today. Wow. It's unbelievable. I'm actually in the building. I think, news. Uh, Big I news. Can't even, I forgot what you looked like. I think I, I'm in the building for like the next two months, I think, on Thursdays. I don't, I just, <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I really am. I, I, I believe just, that when I see it. I flew, actually flew. I landed at 4.30 today back in town just to get back you're, here. You're, all, you're, you're a jet setter. No, we have yeah. We got this week. Next week we have the mock draft. And That's the correct. Week after that we have the. We're going to recap the state of the franchise the week after that. Yeah, the nineteenth. What when is the draft? The weekend. The week after what, that. What, I mean, what's the date? Twenty six. Twenty six is round one. That's correct. Okay. That's the nineteenth. Is the. 19th, 19th is a, is a win. Uh, that's a no. That's a, a Thursday. Thursday. That's, that's the state, state of the, state franchise. Of the franchise. And we're doing that night talking about that. That's, yep. Yeah, that's right. Because I'm in Colorado. My my high school coach is getting in, inducted into the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame. Sam Sweet. Pagano, who was Chuck Pagano's dad. Yeah. And uh, so I'm flying out. Uh, flying out for that. Move so the mic you, closer to your mouth so we can hear you. Too. Oh, is it not Thank loud you. enough? Sorry. I'm, this is my first time doing this. Um, so radio. What did, what did, and so I'm going to be out how there. How did he get in the Hall of Fame? How did he get? Well, he was one of the best high school coaches ever. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, nobody multiple, knows that. Yeah, multiple state championships. So I yeah. just figured if he's going into the as a high school coach that he was pretty good. Um, so I'm flying out there, and I'm actually going to take the red eye back because I want to get back here for the state of the franchise. It's, it's a big day. And uh, obviously, it's a, so I love that. It's a great deal. So I'm going to. Fly back. That's uh, dedication, Tony. The red eye back. Well, to, there's, to there's no way to be in two places at once out without doing that because otherwise you catch the 6 a.m. flight Thursday morning. I get back here like at 4. I'll be here for the show, but I'd miss the state of franchise. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who else is going into the uh, Hall of no, Fame? I have, opinion, I have no idea. No. I got called. I got uh, asked to come uh, from him. That's pretty cool. Me. Yeah, I'm excited. He was. Do they have like an induction ceremony? Yeah, holding kind of dinner and everything. I mean, he was literally one of the most influential people in my entire football life. So, longtime coach. I actually was a water boy for him. I mean, my dream as a little kid was not. I mean, it was to be a Bron- Broncos, my favorite team. But like more than going to a college and playing football, my dream as a little kid was to play high school football for San Pagano. <laughs> Because I and you did family and everyone who played there and I wasn't even I was not even in the district that I wasn't in the right district when high school came to play so I had to get a, I had to apply to go to that high school so you ended up getting into the high school and where playing he was for at. him and so I probably fourth grade I started being a water boy for the high school on Friday nights now and then my first <laughs> is that legal because you yeah, were in they, the see this is kind of is this high school no, no, tampering no, no. Was, yeah was there no. like an yeah. envelope of I'm getting cash. a feeling there's some all money my, that changed my, hands here no no money this seems a little odd it, it was a public schools by the way all my cousins played about there. the time that Tony goes into high yeah. school all of a sudden Tony's dad is driving <laughs> a new car <laughs> no, guess what? no 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 I wish yeah. I would have taken wow. the money myself. But I actually started – he had a football camp at age nine I started going to. Mile High football camp. In what year? Uh, when I was nine years old. Wow. It was a w- one week. What year was that? Gosh, it was 81. 81? Yeah, 81. It was a one week or four day or five day overnight camp. He stayed down at it's, Greeley uh, where the Broncos wow. had training camp. It, it is amazing. And so, how- but he was huge. 
I my tenth grade year, I show up to practice, first day of two days. After we, we had this thing, you had a conditioning test, you had to run 40 40s. That was the conditioning test. 40 40 yard dashes. 40 yard dashes. And how long? Just back to back to back? Just, and there was a time, you, like, you, like, so you if you're in alignment, like a, you had to be under a certain time. I mean, it, it was brutal. And, uh, but anyway, I, mean, I so, could see, like, maybe 10. I'm no, done 40, after about 120. 40 40s. That was the <laughs> oh big deal. Oh, my God. And, about uh, 20 yards one time. And the guys would be dying. And, yeah. But, anyways, it was more just, just a test than anything. But, so I show up to uh, go to stretch. Now wait a minute. I, what happened to your freshman year? You didn't play varsity, or so my no my freshman year uh, when I was in high school in Colorado, it, junior high was seventh, eighth, ninth grade. Oh, okay. High school was tenth, eleventh, twelfth. So that's, I, that was my high school. Yeah. Yep. So tenth really? mm-hmm. grade went to high school, mm-hmm. and uh, ninth grade I was the water boy though. Still, you yeah. were still in ninth grade. You were. Oh, the I got a better story for you. Biggest high school really? water boy ever. I, I, I got a better story for you. So tenth grade. Are you a water boy now at Episcopal? Or Close. How does that work? Uh, I, I retired. I quit football. Oh. Coaching with Mark. Breaking so news. Now he's really? water boy. Yeah. Now too, you are the water too boy. Much wor- too much pressure for him. Uh, uh, I think he got fired as a water boy, too. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, went to camp that summer, the same football camp, quarterback. I was going to be the quarterback. Ninth grade, I was a quarterback at my junior high. Showed up, first day, five minutes into stretch after running 40-40s. Sam Vagano walked up to me and said, Tony, we're going to make you a tight end. I found out after the year, he says, the only reason I didn't make you a left ta- uh, offensive tackle right there and then is because I <laughs> didn't know if you would go from quarterback to offensive line. Yeah, you'd quit. And, uh, <laughs> which I would never quit. But, uh, and all my friends made varsity. I didn't make varsity the first half of the season. So as a 10th grader, I played sophomore football for the first six games of the year and was the water boy for varsity as a 10th grader. That's pretty pathetic. Yeah. yeah. And then really I got is. called That's up. pretty pathetic. The seventh grade of the year, I got called up. And uh, the varsity and played. That's, very o- that's almost like the Michael Jordan story. He got kicked off his high school basketball team. He wasn't yeah, good enough. This, all I, of a sudden, all he's my, Michael Jordan. Every all my, of a sudden, you're Tony Baselli. No, but seriously, every one of my friends was on varsity except for me, and I'd be the water boy when they. I'd be like, man, this is ridiculous. Yeah, but he, you know, here, here's the. I I'm think getting a, kind of thirsty, interesting, Tony. If you want to go back to your old days, yeah. there's the next break. An interesting point to that, and, I, and I'm a firm believer in this, mm-hmm. Tony. Was kind of a late bloomer. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of was the same thing. And my experience is I'm watching. Still waiting. <laughs> you haven't bloomed yet. No. <laughs> no. But I mean, my experience is is that from being around guys and, and Tony, you probably say the same thing. The guys that are late bloomers, I think, learned a work ethic that I think was at, at a higher level than the guys that were just ultra talented. Because the guys that were ultra talented, that talent just got it got them to the point where they needed to be. So they never learned how yeah, to, you know, what they had to do to get better. You know, they just were naturally better than everybody else. Now, there's some guys that, I mean, and it takes a very unique talent and a unique person that has a work ethic and you know, this unbelievable amount of talent. I mean, when you find the, the combination of those two, you really got something special. But yeah. I wanted to say this earlier to you. It's amazing how much – as as athletes, you know, and guys that played the pro game for a long time like we did, that we go back and, and we talk about how big of an influence that our high school coaches were on us and in our in our entire lives. I mean, Tony's talking about Pagano. Oh, huge. I mean, in my high school era, we had a guy by the name of Ed Scott, and he was God to me when I was growing up as a kid. You know I mean? Because he was – he was my brother's coach. I mean, he was 
he had a stature about him. You know, he was like kind of like Chuck Knoll. You know, he had that that kind of that face. And then in baseball, we had Mike Nunley. I mean, we were very fortunate at the high school that I went. We had, I mean, great, great uh, coaches. And and I think that, you know, I, I think coaches and teachers, I mean, they're very special, I think, in a lot of kids' lives. And, and I think a lot of times, you know, the people don't really understand how big of an influence they had on them until they get to be adults later on in life. That's right. Yeah, and it's not just on the field sometimes. Oh, Tell God. This goes to show you how important right. they are, I mean, and how important it is. How I to mean, live. That, that teachers and coaches and and how important it is to get that right. He know? was uh, – so, so the whole – how this started, if you just joined it in, is when he <laughs> called me, he called me like three or four weeks ago. He said, Tony? I said, Coach, what's up? And he goes, you know, I got inducted. And I said, hey, congratulations. He goes, I'd really like you to be there. I said, say no more, I'll be there. I said, I don't care what I'm doing. I will be there April 18th. I will fly in. Very cool. And I will be there. The funny thing is, my whole my dad is going to be in Florida. He goes, I'm coming to Florida the week of the. Uh, I said, I won't be here. I'll be in Colorado <laughs> where you live. He goes, What? <laughs> so, Fun. but yeah, looking forward to that and the state of the franchise. And so, uh, yeah. but to the. Uh, it's amazing to me how long this dang draft takes to get there. It, this get is here. the doldrums right it's now, just right? Like, Can it's we just, just get this thing going? And it's, it, well, Start the clock. What, 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 what are you guys so antsy for? Well, it's not go. antsy. I think it's even more interesting to me this year, for at least for me. Jeff, you might be a little different. We've been so bad that when you're picking the top five, you're kind of like, oh, like what great player. You, know, you can talk like about you, the top prospects like, and everything. Top prospects. Yeah. You can kind of figure out like who's going to be there. Yeah. Picking 29th, <laughs> I mean, it's like I'm, I'm – I'm excited. It's not as exciting. But do you, here's the no thing. idea who they're going to pick. The, do, you, do we for the first time in a long time, whoever they pick, there's a good chance this guy won't be a starter. Well, I think it, I think also it kind of puts a premium on on Dave Caldwell and the staff to get it right. You know, it's easier to pick in the top five for the most part when you're not picking a quarterback. But you better be right. Yeah, but but when you're when you're in the bottom of the first round, I mean, you go back and you look historically at the the end of the first round over the last, you know, don't start in the last couple of years, but you go back farther than yeah, that sure. because you you know where it's at mm-hmm. as far as what guys turned out to be after their fourth year. But you look at those drafts of past years and look at the bottom of the first round, and and it's amazing how much the percentages drop as far as hits go. When you get into the bottom of the first round compared to the top five, you know, which is where this team has been selecting for a while. So, I mean, it's important for this team. Except for in 2013, Dave's first draft where every great player came in the second and the back end. It was later. First round and the second, third, and fourth round. Those were all the great players. All the bad players were up top. But you're right, Jeff. I mean, the odds, it decreases. But, I mean, here's the thing. You You can get a great player. In the bottom of the oh, first gosh. round, you get, get a great, great players player. throughout the draft. You got to get a little bit lucky. Just got to get it right. You got to right. got to make the right decision, and, and it's Jeff, just were, it's harder to make the right decision. I mean, you realize there's a good chance that. Tell me what position they pick where the guy's a starter. I can think of one for sure. Linebacker, maybe linebacker, linebacker. linebacker that's it. Yeah. Linebacker, depending on the setup, too. I mean, depending uh, t- on tight formation. end, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not saying like the not, you know base personnel starter, but not opening day starter. Right, 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 right. But like I mean, maybe, maybe a two tight end starter. Yes, kind of exactly. I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I get, but opening day, tell me where the opening day starter is going to come out of this draft. I think linebacker. Now, injuries can happen during training camp. Right. You never know. But but if it is, if you are writing now. out the starting lineup on paper hmm. after the draft, and you'll be a wide receiver, especially a rookie. 
But I mean, but when's the last time that happened? It's been a while. Hey, when's the last time you didn't expect the first three rounds to start? There was. Uh, in, I mean, you think the, about it. I mean, that's right. That's what happens when you're good all of a sudden. One of, one of the reasons well, why this week I was watching hit, the film what, of these guys. Before you go there real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Because I want to hear, hear more about the linebackers. But to what you just said, JP. Yeah. And the interesting thing, the way they've built this team, and Jeff has been very on point of saying you only go so far doing it because it gets expensive. But the reason is, is not necessarily because they've been great in the draft, been good, very slow start on, under Dave Caldwell, but it's gotten better each year. But they've hit on free agency the last couple of years. And so that's really – now, long term, though, you can't do that because no. the one thing we're getting ready to feel here in about a year or two, and we'll worry about that down the road, is – these good players that you drafted crunches. are going to start wanting to get paid. So now all of a sudden, you right now it's no big deal. Got to keep this feeding is why, the inexpensive part of that. And that's why Jeff's right. Hitting the 29th pick, hitting in the second round this year, and hitting in the third round still is critical because those guys you have to build with if you want to continue to be able to manage this uh, salary cap and make it. Uh, that's your cheap labor. Yeah. That's, that's what, it what it is. is. I mean, so it's, tell it's me about the linebackers, Jeff, because I haven't looked at many of them yet. I, I, you know, the linebacker group. I, I, I've said before, I always watch Mike Mayox. Yep. You know, the top mm-hmm. five of each position. The group. The kid from right. Alabama is number one, right? No, Evans. The inside. He's not the number no, one. No, the, the number one guy that oh, uh, that he has is Tremaine Edmonds from Virginia Tech, hmm. and he's a fantastic player. Uh, rangy. He's a little bit bigger. Than Evans, the guy at the Alabama. Alabama guy. I like the Alabama guy. And player. number two, uh, Roquan Smith, Georgia. Good player, Roquan Smith. Roquan. He's uh, a little. Uh, he's a little small, like when, shorter. I thought shorter, Jordan, but he can. Come and he in. is a thumper. Yeah, he'll yeah. come in hard. Oh my gosh! And it's amazing how he can. You know, there's certain guys just have a knack. I mean, he's at a bad angle, and then all of a sudden he delivers a hit. And you're like, how the heck did he deliver the hit like that from the angle that he was at? You know, so I mean, he's he. Many people think that uh, he might be the top linebacker picked. You know, so uh, and the guy at Virginia Tech would be a wonderful pick because he's range, he's got size. But JP, you you know, from listening to me over the last couple of years, that you know, you watch Alabama's defense because it's prospect after prospect they after can play, prospect. Man. They can play deep, and and over the last two years. When I was watching Alabama and I'm watching the draft eligible guys, I'm watching 32 and I'm going, Who is that? And I'm guy? asking you yeah. at the time, JP, who's 32? Because you know, you know, what year they are and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And you said, Well, he's a, he's a freshman. <laughs> I'm like, uh, He can play. Really? And so, so then last year, watching it again, I said, JP, that, that 32 guy, what year is he draft eligible? He said, No, he's got one more year. Wow. And then this past year, uh, fantastic player again. And if a guy like that slips down where does, to the where does Mayock have him listed? Uh, Mayock has him third at at linebacker. Really? Yeah. So I mean, here I am thinking, okay, if he's third at that position, and maybe he goes sooner. But I mean, think about that. I mean, uh, of all the positions that are on the field, okay, and, and ignore the specialist part of that and, and the rankings. I mean, linebackers. Typically, not you know a coveted position like corner, quarterback, mm-hmm. defensive end. Well, especially in this case because you're basically drafting a Sam who's only going to play uh, fit twenty percent of the twenty percent of the snaps that. and better yeah. be a good special teams player. Yeah, yeah. Rashawn Evans can play anywhere you want, anywhere no, you put him. I know him that, in but is he going to take Miles Jack off the field? <laughs> no, 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 no. Is no. he going to take Telvin? No, he adds no, depth. But, he, but here's what he can what he can provide, which I think is is kind of unique from watching him. Uh, he can play 
any linebacker position that you put him at, he's going to be fantastic on special teams. Didn't he do a little bit of edge rushing, yes, too? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. He can, can rush the edge yeah. a little bit. He could give you a little bit there. So I think that, that that's kind of intriguing about him, you know, and that he could give you a little bit of an added boost there. Now, who's he going to take snaps away from? Hmm. You know, that's a great question. But, you know, sooner or later, you know. Guess what, Jeff? I, I don't want to jinx it. and this is, But not everyone's going to be healthy this year like no, the years back. I mean. That's right. That was very uh, lucky last year, actually, the, the health of this defense. Hey, what you can get. Well, I, hey, look, I, I yeah. give a lot of credit to Thomas Linsky and, and Scott Truluck, which is the sure. strength conditioning staff and the, and the training staff. See, I, they, they've done a great Jeff, job. wait a second now. So are you going to rip them when they have an off year and we have a run of injuries? I never ripped them. No, but my, that's my point. It's, I, think I, I, I think Tommy's great, and I think Scott Truluck are great at what they do. I think but I think too. it's unfair sometimes that – if you have a rash of injuries, oh, our training what staff. world's well, going on no, in there? football, right, things yeah, happen. Well, right. if there's a rash of injuries, then you blame the coaches. They're working too hard. <laughs> we'll come back. Hey, tonight is our Guess the Schedule show. Yes. We're going to guess the schedule. I, I, I hit it. Can I sit that I, segment out? I already hit it. <laughs> we're, we're, somebody in this room radio is going to hit it. Because it comes radio. out in a couple of weeks, allegedly. By the NFL. And there's a contest, isn't there, JP? Uh, well, yeah, it's still going on. Well, you're giving point. away some tickets? No, I'm not. Oh. That's over. That read is over, by the way. So I don't have to. We're not going there. But you're still giving away the tickets. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. We're going to come back and guess the schedule. Check out Jack Hadania's Audi Jacksonville on Blanding. You can lease a beautiful new A3 from just two twenty nine dollars a month. Head over today for details. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back to the HananiahAutos.com studio. Jaguars Thursday continues right now. We're back. Jaguars Thursday. Jimmy Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, Tony Baselli. This is the Guess the Schedule show. We got the Grandmaster Mixer yeah, over there. Well, Joe, Fortunato Joe Fortunato on the, the board uh, control board tonight. Uh, this is the Guess the Schedule show, and this is a riveting show each and every year where we try to take a stab at what the schedule's going to be. Are we eligible to win? I don't think that we contest? are. That's McAllen's, okay. no, we're not. Okay. Um, well, the, so you're giving them free tickets. I know that. I, I, yeah. Will you give tickets to whoever wins out of this group? Out of this yeah. foursome, yeah. including yeah. Joe? I, he I, said it. Yeah. Tickets for what? That's a great – I could give you tickets for something. Well, no, you said Jaguars tickets. That's not what I said. That's what you said. Yeah, well, uh, you already have those. I could always use more. The, the check is cleared. Um, okay, so how do we want to do this? Just going to go through them first? Uh, logs, Tony, anybody? Uh, I mean, whatever. I mean, <laughs> we'll, go first. We'll, we'll, what we're doing is picking <laughs> – well, Let's do this. Let's the, pick our opener. What are we saying for the let's opener? Let's pick okay. up the opener. Yeah, who do we think the opener is? That's I'm, the big one. Uh, see, for me, rematch of the AFC Championship game, either a four or a primetime game, the Patriots at the Jags. That's my that's my opener. What do you, you got the same thing? I got you? I got I got Pats. I I think it's going to be I think it's uh copied off my paper. There's a Thursday night opener that'll be Philly and somebody yeah. and I think the Sunday night opener will be uh here Jags Pats. Now we have no inside info on this, but for the record, well, maybe, just maybe, maybe Tony does. Maybe. I mean, you know, people and stuff. Well, see, yeah, I don't, I don't have it as open. I got the Redskins in the opener, and I've kind of saved the Patriots game when it becomes games start to become uh, very meaningful in the month of December. I have them all the way down in Week 15. Mm. All right. Wow, late. 
December game. That's a seeding yeah. game. So sure. the other big one is the London trip. Where do we have the London trip, JP? Where do you have uh, it? I've got it in week seven. It's seven or eight. I got it seven. Uh, and then the Florida-Georgia game is week eight. I got the bye for so Georgia. I've got Eagles week seven in London and then the bye week eight. Okay, see, and my, my prediction is, is very hopeful, okay? So I'm hoping that it is week eight, okay, because – if it's we week have a hunt, hunting trip on week nine, well, no, <laughs> deer season week, starts. Week eight would push the London <laughs> trip to where the bi- the bye week, okay, would be right in the peak of the rut. Of course, okay, and then the following week would be a home game, so that I would also be able to be traveling that week as well. There was one year you were so angry. We were in London during the rut. I was terrible. <laughs> you were just so. What are we and doing over here? One of the best deer seasons on record. Uh, you know, so all right. Let's let's this is let's, let's, let's continue this. We have all right. Week two, terrible radio. I'm at week the, two. I'm at I'm the Cowboys. Saying. Week two at the Cowboys. <laughs> this is stupid. At Texans, like now it doesn't like we're. It doesn't matter now. Yeah, I mean, I got the Chiefs. <laughs> Where who do you have them closing with? We know it's a divisional game. At the close. Titans again, second straight year. Yeah, and see, I, I don't. I, I put it at the Texans. I got it home here. You got home, and and Texans. I think we're thinking the same thing because you know Deshaun Watson. I think it's. Texans. I think the NFL looks and says. If I was looking at all the teams, who do I think is going to be playing for the playoffs most likely? And I think right now it's the it's the Jags and the Titans. I mean, excuse me, Jags and the Texans. And so I think it's going to be yep. whether it's ro- home or away, it's a flip of the coin. Uh, but I think we play well, Texans week seventeen. I think it's away because Tax Slayer Bowl is that weekend here. Yeah, well, and I should have made that away. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's my guess. No, that. I mean either way. I mean it's we we've got. Texans, Tony and I do. So yeah. I mean, you could flip flop it with the Texans where you've got them on the other right. part. So there. I got, yeah. But I, you know, here, here's the thing. I, I've got uh, a three a game road trip. Uh, <laughs> we, so we, you're changing it already, Tony. These are going to be posted on Twitter, by uh, the I way. Can't, so we're going to put them out there so okay. people can kind of play along. The only here. problem that it is with my schedule is that there's a three game road trip and it's actually four and five that, you know, that this team wouldn't have a game here at Everbank. That, it's not abnormal because that's of happened. London and the bye week, which yeah, that's that happened. that sometimes happens, yeah. but so it's kind of hard to avoid. Yeah. It. Let's look at this. <laughs> you have on the road week two, three, mm-hmm. home, and then on the road and five, on the road six, seven, eight, counting the home game and London. London home They're game. They're going to be gone for out of <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks. They're going to have one game at home in eight weeks. Which is well, pretty darn close to what really happened. Really, two no. in eight weeks because the, the, the no, but that's what the, the, I know. But, right. Yeah. And I was just saying, but here's how it's laying out. I mean, <laughs> no the way, way I've got it there, all the home games late in the season, I mean, this team would be, you know, sitting pretty. I mean, cause, if you cause get the, through the that latter goal, half of my sure. schedule is you, after the bye, they, they in week might, nine. They might forget how to get to the stadium after <laughs> you, you have Titans and Jets at home, and then you go to the Cowboys, then Texans at home, at the Bills, and then Patriots, Colts at home. That's, that's how you'd like to have it. Into the schedule at home. Tony, you got a three-game road trip in yours. Or you did no, before I, you started scratching them all out. No, I don't. I have no three-game. I can't road. even read yours. You know, I got a couple back. The, I got a couple two-game road trips. Um, who? When, where are you having playing the Cowboys? When do you guys have? I that? had week two at the Cowboys. I got twelve. Yeah, I got a nine right after the bye. First divisional game. I've got week three at the Colts. That's my guess. Obviously. 
<laughs> really? I don't know. Thanks, any, JP, for anything more than letting you us guys know it's your guest. Yeah. All right, I'm done with this. This All is right, really yeah. bad. So we'll post these on social media. Once again, the next worst radio will be next week with we, the draft. We, we have to save these just so that yeah. when after the schedule does come out, we can see who's closest. We can see who won. We'll see who's most right. This is a competition. <laughs> Damn right it is. Okay. And I usually win these. Well, like I'm saying, I won the mock draft last year. You Remember that? No, you did not I did. I got two, and you guys got one each. I got T.J. Watt going to the Steelers, like in the 28th pick. Okay, that's one. That's and it. I got the top five, whatever the one I had the top three. Oh, you, you, no. yeah, 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 I had that one too. No, you did. Yeah, 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 totally yeah. did. Totally did. I got the top uh, right. guy, and I don't even remember what his name yeah, is. Whatever. Yeah, I got, I got all that. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, that comedian? See, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the, the ticket. Guy. That's the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got the top guy. We'll put all three of our choices for the uh, schedule and uh, Joe Fortunato's on social media. And you can compare. Joe, did your you do thoughts. one too? He did. He did. Where All you, four of them. Who do you have opening weekend? <laughs> uh, home against Indy. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Got the uh, London game week eight, then the bye. I too have three road games, but it's week 10, 11, and 12. Mm. And All we're right. finishing up, where you, I think, where you guys, away uh, at Houston. Mm. There you have it. We'll uh, put those on there. We'll come back in a moment and talk uniforms. The Tennessee Titans have a new look. They showed those off this week. The Jaguars will unveil theirs coming up very soon. PRI Productions, the official event production company of the Jags, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back to the HananiahAutos.com studio. Jaguars Thursday continues right now. We're back, Jaguars Thursday. I'm, I'm surprised we made it back. I mean, that was such riveting, compelling, high-energy radio. That mm-hmm. schedule stuff. I mean, I am exhausted. Are you? Exhausted. You from scribbling all your. A lot of edits there. A lot of edits. Oh, a lot of editing I was having going. a lot of anxiety this week about. Were you thinking about it? All week long? A lot of homework? Yeah. How could this uh, work? Geez. Great. Good stuff. <laughs> Putting the algorithms in. And all yeah, that yeah. Stuff. yeah. Yeah, I broke out all the tools. Yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Logman, Tony Baselli, JP Shadrick with you. Jaguars Thursday continues. Uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, state of the franchise here at Everbank Field. And part of that is the uniform unveiling for the Jacksonville You've Jaguars. You've seen them, I've heard. Is that maybe, word? maybe, and some of the players have seen them. I They've been that. in to do preview videos and such, and do the video board things and all that with them. And you've seen on social media the reaction video of seeing them for the first time, but you haven't seen the, the uniforms yet. So that's going to come out in a couple of weeks. The Tennessee Titans had their unveiling earlier this week, and a huge production on Broadway in downtown Nashville. Thousands of people showed up for this. And that was a – but those got leaked, right? Yes. Yes. And apparently there's an NFL investigation to try to find the leak, where it came from, the uh, Tennessee Titans uh, uniform leak. But they are officially out now. It's a little darker blue, I guess, than they had before. The biggest change is the helmets. And the numbers are weird. You know, the, the biggest change is the helmet because the helmet used to be white and then everything was applied on the white. Now the helmet has become more dark blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tony's right. The numbers are very, very different. Not yeah, quite. I was going to say, you two guys, how hard is that going to be to see? 
from the booth. I don't know. I mean, I'd have to see the. I mean, the numbers. Yeah. I mean, if it's white on dark, it shouldn't be hard. It's when you get the dark. Uh, if you get something other than the white on dark, which I don't think they're going to have, I don't think it'll be bad. It's just like to, I just like. I mean, you got to see them first. Just you know, to the actually see if they're hard. Like the, to, uh, to like the color, like the color rush. Like Tampa does the all pewter, that whatever red orange color, and then silver numbers. You, you have no idea what the numbers are. You can't see mm. the numbers. The you pattern have to have, of the number matters. Like dark pewter is silver. Okay, what's the other? What's and probably red? I don't know. Red. What is their what colors? Whatever know. their colors are, the, the darker <laughs> color. Um, but it's when you get these color rush uniforms, or these uniforms that have a yeah. color and a non-white or black number. It's very difficult to see. <laughs> pull, so, pull up a Titans helmet. Actually, so if it's a white, if it's a white number, Joe, I don't think it'll be hard. Because that's one thing I haven't really seen yet is Tennessee's that they didn't. They, I wanted to see the updated look of the helmet. But and they also said something about the numbers, Joe. Did you read that, that they're, they're, they're skinny the sh- though? They're the thin. shape of there's parts of them are every number has in it the shape of the state of Tennessee in it. I read that somewhere. Really? Yeah, well, that's, that's kind of cool. I guess. Huh. But I, I, we can look at the numbers. Show the numbers again. I don't see if, the state. If I like the Titans, well, I guess is that the state of the Tennessee down by the nine? I guess. What do you, what do you mean? They have the, the, well, you, the you know, shape they, of the state and the numbers. That's what they said. They're full of it. I'm just telling you what they <laughs> okay. said. The numbers are numbers. Right. No. There's the helmet, Logs. Oh, you want to see it? This is great radio. Okay. Yeah, navy blue. blue. Yeah, it's, a, it's just the, the background not, color used to be white. Now it's it's navy not blue. Not the dark, dark navy blue like the Chicago Bears, but they're, you know what I mean. Yeah, the black. Like they're not, they Bears. used to be black yeah. in like the 60s, but they're not. Right, right. They're navy blue. I hear you. Yes. Now they look it's good. Though. I mean, there are no dramatic changes. I mean, the, the big change there is just the helmet. And some of the de- the number design, I guess. So. Yeah, number design right here. I'm reading it. Um, Are you trying to tell me, and you're you're going to tell me more about how the state is involved? The state is involved with the numbers. So they said right here. Come on, <laughs> Tony. <laughs> you're buying into that? No. Okay. Here. Uh, Are you buying into that? Every number on each jersey name? is shaped in a way that exemplifies the northeast corner of, the, of Tennessee as a state appears on a map. A subtle ode to the fans in the state. Northeast corner. That's the dumbest so we, thing I've ever heard. Just, that's what I read. Northeast. That. So that's the part that sticks the, out above the the mountains there. The okay, so you're saying all the numbers are pointing towards the northeast <laughs> corner of the state? No, they have the shape of the northeast. So right here. No. So the northeast. That shape right here, Jeff. They're saying that edge right there. Mm-hmm. Can we get a number? Yeah, like where Bristol is and all that. Johnson City and all that is up there. Right? I got it right here. <laughs> I got it right here. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I, can, I can see that. I mean, okay, I, t- we, Tony's got that up on his phone. Can we get the We're numbers We're looking at the, the shape of the, the state again. as it looks on a map. Now, somebody tell me, okay, what I'm missing from seeing – how I'm supposed to see that in the numbers. All right, so – you tell it. me where that works at. Uh, I think okay. the top right of the eight, if we're watching on Jaguars.com, is kind of pointed like the top right corner. Okay, where's the, the that one? And the eight, oh. right? That's no, that. and the two, maybe in the no, two the as two. well. Yeah, it is. The and the nines, the both the corners top right corners nines. are going that up is there. Dumb. <laughs> like I said, and tell me what that has to do with anything. It's an ode. Yeah, I, I take back what I said. It's not cool at all. <laughs> Thank you. It's an ode to their fan. Maybe we're gonna put a panhandle in ours. No, you know? please, no, no? no, maybe not. No, okay, I don't think so. Maybe not. Maybe. So, Titans uniforms have these, are like, out. Swords like the, on the helmet too. The the. 
They're supposed to be swords going down the back of their helmets. Oh, like the stripe. Well, the, the one thing, thing that they sword. did add is they added yeah. the pewter color to the uniform a little bit, right? A little bit yeah. of that. It was like is, a two-tone kind of shoulder yeah. pad thing. I'm cool Pewter's, with that. Yeah. It's silver, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, cool with that. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole number's having just a little... <laughs> the little... Just throw some numbers triangle. on a jersey. All the, football, it's, it's like right? taping on another piece of fabric that's a little triangle piece. You know, and it's maybe a one-inch, one-inch, one-inch triangle, and you tape that little piece of fabric at every northeast corner of a number, and it looks stupid. So here's another. The color red accents the uniform, including the red stars on the inside back of the neckline, inspired by the three stars of the Tennessee state flag. I, there you have it. Wow. I'm just kind of I'm trying hey, to give you. It is what it is. Those are the facts, man. Boy, that's really deep. Angular number <laughs> fonts were designed with Greek or Roman lettering in mind. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough of the jerseys. The Jaguars jerseys well, will be the, way better than that. It's that time of year. It's that time of year. Are you going to miss the two-tone helmets, Tony? Who said hey. they're going away, Lugs? I find yeah, come on. They're, they're going away. Um, am I going to miss them? <laughs> no, but I was okay with them. I was, in, I was never. They looked a lot better when they won 13 yeah. games. Well, I didn't, it never bothered year. me. Um, I, I probably would have preferred a one-colored helmet. But it wasn't like, you know, some people were like just utterly against it. Like, this is ridiculous. It never bothered me to that extent. Um, but if I was choosing helmets, I don't think that would have been my choice. Mm. But it didn't bother me. Did it bother you? I mean, I thought they were pretty ugly. <laughs> <laughs> now, if they had won 10 games a year when they were wearing them, they were would pretty, they still they look pretty ugly, ugly to you? I just, you know, it was flat, you know, because you had the flat black, and then it went to a, a glossy. We've we've got a helmet on the desk right now, thanks to Tony on, on the back, and uh, you know, and I would have I would have liked it if you know if it was like all gold or all flat black. And see, I love the flat black. I think flat black is pretty hip. Yeah, but yeah, but for how long? You know, well, what do you mean for how long? This has only been around for four or no, five how years. How hip is the flat black? At least be? five years until is it you're going to be five years again. again? Yeah. You're gonna every five so years. So you're, you're saying that flat again. black is something that would go out? I think it's a fad. You think the color black is a fad? No, what, the, the, the he, flat he, black. He likes the glossy black. Flat black. I like okay. glossy okay. on helmets at least. So you're saying the two tone fad went out too already? Maybe so. Maybe so. Was it ever a fad though? I don't. I, don't know. Know. I wouldn't have minded all gold. No, that's, that's what I'd I said. Okay I would, would have been okay with with either way. But let me, I mean, for JP to say that the, the a flat color yeah, would go out, I think is why ridiculous. Why would it go out? Well, when did it come in? I didn't. I didn't know like one was in and one was out. JP, have you ever? It's have a you, color. Have you ever been to a paint store to buy paint? Yeah. Okay. It's another way to call it is matte. Right. I'll say they. they I know. They, okay. Matte I, has been around forever. I've seen matte black cars yeah, recently, though. Not no. Old. When? when I, How long ago? When I was like in the nineties. Would you spray paint your own car? Jeff, I mean, am I wrong? No, he's not wrong. JP's just living in Alabama. Where, I guess you know, in Alabama they have a behind horse and carriage. Yeah. Little, little, you can't paint a, a horse, you know. Uh, we'll come back. They paint cars in Alabama by hand a lot. You got running water and everything. Uh, we'll go around the National Football League. I'm just kidding all you folks from Alabama. Yeah, that's what, you get some emails. No, you're not. No, you're not. At Logs56 <laughs> on Twitter to uh, get with him. Uh, check out Jack Hennedy. is Audi Jacksonville on Blanding. You can lease a beautiful new A3 from just $2.29 a month. Head over today for details. You might have a matte black one for you, Logs. I like matte black.
It's Jaguars Thursday. And to say that it would it would go out of fashion is ridiculous, by the way. Well, JP is ridiculous. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back to the HananiahAutos.com studio. Jaguars Thursday continues right now. We're back. Jaguars Thursday. The uh, U.S. women's soccer team, what, about 10 minutes away or so, 15 minutes away from kicking off against Mexico here at Everbank Field. The good crowd tonight. You, uh, Tony, there were a lot of people outside when you came in, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. It was, yeah. uh, it was uh, I, did, I forgot that I've been out of town that that was today. So yeah. I showed up I'm like, did I miss my here? Something <laughs> like time? Did I miss something? Yeah, a little bit of traffic. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, but it's cool. So a little time to get down here. Still seven o'clock. They'll kick off against Mexico. Are you going? I'm not. I'm out. Why? I'm I'm not gonna make it. Is there a reason? We got I mean, stuff going on. Like what? You're single. Don't worry you have about no it. girlfriend. You, you got no stuff kids. going on. Stuff going on. Like what? Don't, don't worry about like it. Like if I didn't, if I wasn't trying, I'd love, to, I'd, I'd love to support my country and this team. I love my country. If I didn't have, have been traveling, <laughs> oh, I got a wife and five <laughs> kids. Yeah. But you, with no excuses, why aren't you going? I got other stuff going. Like on. what? <laughs> don't worry about it, Tony. Like, why, I, I, why are you? I don't, I don't think you have anything going. Oh, on. I'd he, rather not blab. What JP's I've got, going got on. something going on. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. JP's got. Something. I know you're worried about it. It seems like JP you're about doesn't it. have don't. something going on. I'm JP has you. something, something going on. I'm telling you, don't worry about it. Something, something going on. Let's go around the National Football League and let's start off tonight with Texans owner Bob McNair. He told the Wall Street Journal that he regrets apologizing for saying that. They can't have the inmates running the prison in reference to player demonstrations. But he wasn't protests. talking about players. J- JB, read it correctly. That's. I'm, can I finish? Thank no, you. But, uh, can you, I f- you can already I screwed it up. So can I finish? We, we've you had a history I, lately of screwing up. Can I, uh, how is well, he not had a history of not the, being here uh, lately, Tony? How is he not referring to the players? Thank you. How is he not referring to the players? So last October, some players left practice. Wayne Brown spoke out harshly against McNair. He said Thursday that he was referring to inmates as the NFL executives with more control than the owners did. The relationship between the owners and the league office is what his he was, point was referring. And he, he actually said it last year after he apologized. He goes, "That's not what I meant. I wasn't referring to players." He was. It was under the uh, context that he was frustrated with Goodell and the NFL staff because they. He felt like they were running the show when it was the owners that there's decisions the owners should have been making, and league staff was making them without consulting the owners. So he was calling the NFL staff inmates. Inmates, that's right. Which goes, is not proper anyway. Why? It's a term in business. I know. I I mean, just, I'm just tweaking yeah. you. I mean, yeah. And so. But, but here's the thing. And then he took a shot. Did you see he took a shot at Dwayne Brown, too? My, my point, my, he, he, he took a shot today at Dwayne he Brown. He took a shot There's because a he history, said yes. something about Dwayne Brown is not Doesn't like being honest. Yes. Oof. But Ouch. Bob McNair needs to talk less because – you're gonna get. I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm not. Gonna, I am a huge Bob McNair fan. I'm glad you are. But he doesn't. Huge Bob he McNair doesn't fan. do himself. He doesn't help himself out. Well, I'll just. I know the guy's character, and this is all I'll say about Bob McNair. Is if I wasn't a Jaguar fan and loved the Jags and worked for this organization, this is my team that drafted me. I'd be a Bob McNair fan and root for them because I'll never forget after going there and my shoulder not working and three surgeries and trying to play and. It was five games into the first season I was there, their inaugural season, and there was a meeting with Bob McNair's Charlie Casterly, the surgeon who had done the two surgeries after the stuff didn't go right here, and uh, head trainer. 
and me. Mm-hmm. So we all sit down. What are we going to do? What's the plan? I want McNair want to know. Open first comment he made in the meeting. He says, "Before we get started, all I want to know before we talk about anything else is I want to know what's best for Tony Baselli. We're going to make a decision what's best for him." Good. Mm. Which I was going into that meeting going, oh, great. You know, here they pick you, you're paying you, you're not playing. And it just struck me the way he did it. Mm-hmm. And the way, and his, consistently in the 18 months I was there, a honest guy with integrity. They paid you for 18 months? I know, shocking. <laughs> wow. That's why Tony's defending that? Bob McNair. Yeah. No, 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 no. But he was, <laughs> I'm just telling you, I mean – no, I'm not saying he. I'm not saying from you're your, wrong, Jeff. From your experience, I'm not saying you're wrong. That, oh, I think you got to be careful what you yeah, say because not, it can he's be misconstrued. Very adept at because it can be misconstrued. What he says, but he, as far as a person of integrity, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, I, I totally yeah, he's get that. Great. I mean, I, I, just, I mean, I'm a big fan of his. He's he, he he's not very smooth. Uh, yeah. I think you know there's some. You people be careful that, in today's world with social media yes. and things. I mean, things you can say things. To your point, Jeff, it can be taken because of social media. No, I mean, but but because of social media, they take a life of their own. Catches fire fast. That comment said when you and I played would have been it would never even hit the radar. But in this world we live in, no, I got you. It catches and it's wildfire. It's like it's like a it's like a brush fire with fifty mile hour winds with no rain for six months. I mean, it's no no offense to fires now, mind you. That was a joke. Okay, so what else you got? What else you got? <laughs> the uh, trade, the Patriots and the Rams. The Rams are stocking up all of a sudden. Crazy. Brandon, what are the Patriots doing? Brandon Cooks and a fourth-round pick to the Rams in return for a first-round pick and a sixth-rounder. Two, two great stories there. One is the Rams are, are absolutely going for it I mean, and trying to get star power. And the other thing is what Tony just said. What are the Patriots doing? <laughs> well, the word, well, I read about it with – because they they traded a first rounder last year, yeah, a lower first rounder. Now get, they got a higher. They got first a higher first rounder. rounder so yeah. it's a well, one year rental. But the, what happened was is they tried to sign him, mm, couldn't get it done. And they couldn't get a deal done, and Bill, they basically said, "We're not paying you what you want, and we never are going to." And they so do that gonna, all the time. We're going to get whatever we can for you. They get to their number, and that's it. But they lost some You're players. Out. They lost Malcolm Butler. Yeah, here's they lost Nate Solder. Yeah. Now they lost Brandon Cooks. Yeah. They've lost Danny, uh, Danny Amendola. Why I can't mean, they afford to pay some of these guys? Who are they paying to where they can't they afford can, to do Jeff, it? They can, Jeff. It's their, it's so their they roll, philosophy. Man. I think yeah. he just says, we're not going to. I, mean, I don't get even it. Even Tom Brady's underpaid. I don't get it. I mean – if really? I'm Tom Brady, I'm like, listen, I'm under. I want more money now. If we're not going to have yes. any players around me, if you're not going to spend the cap, fifty million dollars a year. <laughs> if you're a team, if you're the Patriots, you're not spending the cap. It's and crazy. Tom Brady is underpaid. Shouldn't Tom Brady be going to them and saying, "Yes, look, for the ten million you didn't spend, that needs to come to me," because the reason that they're able to make all these mistakes everywhere because they have made a lot of mistakes with their draft and in free agency. Is that you can make mistakes when you've got the greatest quarterback of all time, and without him, I mean they got. You a know great who they're coach, drafting in the first round? Wow, they are picking a quarterback. I'll bet you first anything. round quarterback. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised. Wow, and he's forty, or, or and you know, and it may not happen in the first round, but no, it's first. But it may 40. be a second tier quarterback in the second round. Jeff, he's forty. You got to get a guy. He's forty. Well, they've got a. But Brian Hoyer, he's a back. <laughs> you know, he was Brian Hoyer, that guy that was toxic in yeah, Cleveland for right. Johnny Manziel, as Johnny out. said. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw this. Did they, you see that? Well, the Browns should have known that Johnny was not doing anything. Johnny Manziel <laughs> yeah, comes right. out over the he last couple of weeks himself. and says two things. 
One thing he says that, well, they should have known that I wasn't going to be studying film, that I kind of like to wing it. He said they should have known my, my you know, my Why would reputation. You say that if you're him. And here's the other thing that he says. That Are you was, trying to get a job right now? The quarterback room when he went to Cleveland his first year was toxic. I wonder why. Well, <laughs> well yeah, because you were in it. <laughs> right. He blamed Boyer, though. Mm. I mean, he blamed everybody else in the room but himself. But then at the very end, he says, yeah, but, you know, it was, it was, it was my fault. But I don't understand. Why would you say? It's everybody's fault, but you know what? It's my fault. I mean, what are you doing, Johnny? Just be quiet. Go back and you know to that hole that you came out of, and and because he's come out of his out of this little hole, and he's still living in his own reality. He's playing spring league ball. He's going to play in that little thing coming up, and uh, yeah. He needs another example. Okay, didn't he work out for the Patriots? He needs to just shut up. Yeah, I think he did. Johnny just needs to shut up, okay, and go play football for a while and prove that you can play. And then let your actions speak, you know, for you instead of opening your mouth. Speaking of quarterbacks, Robert Griffin III is back in the league now. One-year deal with the Ravens. I'm surprised he wasn't in the league last year. I wasn't. I was. I mean, you're talking about a top. He's one of the top picks in the league. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the league a couple years ago. I'll be surprised if he's on the roster. Is he better than Colin Kaepernick? It's a coin flip. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's not. I I mean. Put it put it this way: if if you were if you were in their heyday, take take both quarterbacks in their heyday, and I'm I'm talking like when they were really good in their prime. That was like what, for one year. Okay, which yeah, exactly true. Short Maybe period of time for Kaepernick. Okay, in their heyday, which one would you take? It's a good question. Coin flip. It's yeah. a coin flip, yeah. right? It okay, is. now go to coin flip when they weren't good. Kaepernick had more success than. RG three, but I had a better team. Success, but here's the yes. thing: you want to know why I would take, why I think a team would is more likely because I think talent wise it's a coin flip, but why they would sign RG three before Cap, because there's no there's no major story in distraction, and I, I I used to say with any player, if you are going to bring distraction or news stories or. Uh, or talk that is away from the football field and the game of football, mm-hmm. then you better be really dang good. Mm-hmm. Because the team's not going to do it for a backup player of any position. And so and everyone, you know, you hear, you know, that uh, Kaepernick's not getting a fair shake and that he's, you know, being, you know, shut Black out. There's collusion and all these all this talk. And I'm, I don't think there is, but what I think it is is, Team owners and GMs don't, like, listen, if you were really good, like, here's the deal. If Tom Brady or uh, Drew Brees or Cam Newton or go down the list of top ten quarterbacks had, were causing distra- causing non-football stories, every team would still line up to have them on the team because their talent outweighs any distraction or any nuisance they bring. But when you're the nuisance and the distractions is bigger than your talent, you're not getting a job. That's just how it works. It's very All simple. right, so we we got to save time for the Drew. Oh, Brees we will. Story. Yeah, we will. For uh, the what? Drew Brees. What happened? Oh, suing a La Jolla uh, jeweler for allegedly <laughs> lying about the value of investment grade diamonds. They paid around fifteen million dollars. 
and uh, they ended up being worth about six million dollars. I thought I, I heard allegedly. it was fifteen and nine were the numbers I read. Yeah, fifteen and nine, fifteen and six. Anyway, so the the the, the bottom line is he bought fifteen and nine. He and bought nine. a lot of jewelry. No, but it wasn't diamonds. When you read it the first time, I thought like when you hear jewelry, I was like like. Fifteen millions of stuff like you're gonna wear, your wife's gonna wear. It's not that type of jewelry. He actually bought stones, investment grade, not set in a ring. No, they're diamonds. Stuff. They're just stones. Like yeah, pure investment stones. investment grade. Yeah, that, you know, just one was, of those one of those categories. You know that you uh, just gotta have. But, but but he and he said he got swindled. Oh my God! Right. I mean, you go and you if you read if you read anything or learn anything about. About investing, you know, diversify, taking care of your money, diversify. Investment grade diamonds is not one of the categories they teach you about. No, but precious stones is. That's gold. Ah, mm. no different. <laughs> I'm not saying I own any, but I'm saying <laughs> oh when I read it the first time, I was like, why would anyone buy 15 million dollars worth of jewelry? Then you, if you, I read it again, and I'm not, I'm not an investment advisor. I'm not saying it's a good investment, bad investment. Obviously, he. Trusted the wrong person. All I know diamonds. is I got some diamonds he needs to buy. <laughs> My point is saying this, Jeff. People, I got, I got. Some people buy gold, huh? People buy gold all the time. Yeah, because most of the people that buy gold aren't actually buying gold that's in their hand. <laughs> like a block of gold. I, well, it's an ETF Brick, or a fund whatever. or something. I mean, like that. Yeah. but some people actually buy gold. Bullion, gold bullion. You can buy it. They make bullion still. Yes. Really? Where do they make this gold bullion? <laughs> chicken, chicken bouillon. How do you say it? Is it? It's not bouillon? Is that not the right term? It's yeah, right term. Right. Why are you making fun of me? Everyone thinks where, I'm wrong. It's no, where do they make this stuff? I don't they know. still make it? Fort Jeff, Knox? Help me out here. Am I, Joe, am I right? Uh, I don't it's know. It's at the, the bouillon store. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, is there not that type? You can buy that type of gold somewhere, whatever it is. This is when, I, when I read that, uh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. He's buying diamonds. Yeah. $15 million worth of diamonds. And now he's suing the guy because the guy, yeah, he, he, he got it appraised and it was way less than what he paid. He's upset. 50% well, dummy, why didn't you have him appraised before you bought him? Who knows? Hey, that's it for the show tonight. I wish I was show just teammate right now. Oh, I'd have some fun. Max Hockman back from gallivanting in California. Joe Fortunato, uh, oh, Tony Vasselli, Jeff Lagerman, J.P. Shadwick. We'll hey, see boys. you next week. Jaguars Thursday, Jaguars Radio.